Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to an Awkward Human podcast. For more information on this podcast or all of our shows, visit awkwardhuman.com slash shows. <coughs> oh, that's a, that's a Tinder girl. Okay. Too funny. <laughs> it's my new life now. Tinder? Not really. Mm. I'm just uh, back in the dating scene. Right. And I think some of these... Uh, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening mm-hmm. are living in the dating scene. I've got a specific question about somebody who's getting out of a relationship. We're not going to start heavy like that. Okay. Wait, are you recording now? Yeah, I'm totally. Oh, hey. <laughs> like, oh, I always do that to you every time. <laughs> I happens. know. I'm like, this is going to be the, the I'm just going to start talking. You're going to oh, be like, uh-huh. all right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time you said it. and sit up here. My bad. Okay. We're going to say it. We're going to say it together on three. Ready? Uh-huh. One, two. Two. This is the motivation report. We're going to say it together. Oh, okay. It's a cut. We're together. Got it. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. One, two. This, this is, is the motivation, motivation report. Do it again. You said on three. Right on. But I'm not going to give you the three. Oh, it's like I'm it. behind the glass in the window counting okay. you down. Okay, got it. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two. This, this is, is the motivation, motivation report. Boom. <laughs> it's so funny because like when we're talking casually like when i'm not recording mm-hmm. i'm not that sarcastic mm-hmm. okay and then you could probably sense a <laughs> shift point, in the like, way that i'm talking like he's yeah. being kind of like a jerk okay. yeah I, mean, I was like wait are we recording okay uh this is the uh the q a episode of the show which i'd like to start doing like fairly regularly and people love you oh no yeah. let this be known uh-uh. Anytime you're on the show, uh-huh. the download numbers uh-huh. significantly higher right. than when it's just me. Oh. The only one that did really well mm-hmm. was the beauty of being broken. I, that people that was a good one. That's the highest one so far, I think, mm-hmm. because that probably got shared. People mm-hmm. were like, "Oh yeah, people are going through this stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. this will help." But you, sir, are always like a good three to five thousand more downloads oh, oh, you like <laughs> than me? the really other episode. Me? When people write in too, they like um That's dope though, man. That's they love dope. hearing from you too. So like a lot of these questions I know That's great because somebody uh, replied on uh I had time this weekend. So okay. I was just I randomly sometimes just to go off course for a minute, just a second. I I go through the straight talk messages just to kind of make sure people know we're engaging. Mm-hmm. And I wrote an email and it was like, Oh my God, I love this and blah blah blah. Um CJ is so annoying. Move that microphone away Whoa. from his mouth. Whoa. It's like there was I could barely get through the bingo episode. Hey Cindy. I forget your last name, but I don't care. But Cindy was your first name. <laughs> and she was like, um, he was so annoying. Uh move the microphone away from his mouth. There was a lot of screaming on the bingo episode, and it wasn't from Ross. But Faxi's a great new addition. So I replied back. I said, Hey, this is CJ. I'm so glad I'm annoying you. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing to faithfully annoy you. And I signed grateful, so annoying CJ. I she was like, Oh, she didn't reply back on the image. Here's what I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> on podcasts or TV shows or whatever it is. People are part of the group. 
Right. There's always somebody that you're going to be like, I guess if I had to pick favorites, like so-and-so is going to be higher or lower on it. That's fine. Right. I understand. That's fine. I don't care about that. Why do, first of all, she's still listening to the show. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not ruining the show for her. Right. If you don't like someone, mm-hmm. why do you say it in a place, especially in a place where like they right. frequent? Right. She it's, knows you're there. Yeah. She knows we're also probably like, you know what? You are so right. Yeah. CJ is so annoying. The guy I talk about, we hang out all the guys. He is so annoying. My thing is, Dummy. I don't think you talk that much on the show. Exactly. Which is so annoying. I'm like, like, some people what? say CJ need, or the, one of the first comments is like, CJ is like a bump on a log, which I thought was beautiful. It was brilliant. <laughs> but then that shit faces me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. CJ is like a bump on a log. <laughs> yeah. My first started, which I got, I was quiet because I was okay. like, like I said, it was double dutch and trying to fill it out and know where I can kind of jump in. That's what uh, my, my geometry teacher mm-hmm. in high school, mm-hmm. sophomore year, mm-hmm. he would say when kids were quiet and not answering, he'd go, don't just sit there like a bump on a pickle. Right. See, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm glad you're not a bump on a pickle anymore. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I've been fascinated with pickles lately, but. Aren't they the best? Oh my God. Like, I love pickles. I could be pregnant. Because I crave them Me too. and like weird things at the same time. I'm like, I want pickles. I will drink the juice. I'll right. eat the pickles. I'll do ice cream afterward. It's fine. I will, yeah. Well, like lately, it's been pickles and chicken salad. Pick- Seriously. <laughs> that is going to be the name of my next book. <laughs> pickles and chicken. After I write, don't buy this fucking book. There you go. Then it will be pickles, <laughs> pickles and chicken, and chicken salad. <laughs> How to succeed in life. Pickles and chicken salad. <laughs> um. Okay, so welcome uh, to the, that's that was a great opening, right? We uh, it's so funny because it's like Ross does the prayer, but I think a cold open for any kind of show, mm-hmm. an open for every show is so valuable. Yeah, you shoot the shit and do stupid things yep. before. Amen. And ease into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, I'm going to title this episode. I was walking the dog, and I was like, I got to come up with a good like title. Mm-hmm. So I I thought, me and CJ give good Q and A. Hold on one second. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. That was I good. I did it. I did that it. That was good. Okay. That so was good. Let's, let's get started. There, there's uh, it's some email stuff, but mm-hmm. I know Facebook, there's a lot of questions. So you've got the laptop in front of you. Yes. So I posted in the Straight Talk group um, mm-hmm. calling for questions, and people really chimed in, um, in in big numbers. So I'm going to just kind of go through a, a few of them And first. we'll kind of like... We're not going to speed read it super fast, but right. to try to cover most people's stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll spend a minute or so on everything. Yeah. So the first we'll take, uh, oh, look, Nikki put one too. Oh. We'll get to that one. But Rachel Mary Arp says for CJ, there's one for you too. Mm. For CJ, what's your view on Tadric Hall backlash after he was in the new Taylor video? And have you had similar experiences? Um, I don't know if you heard the drama that he had. People are like, oh, you sell out, you're dancing in Taylor's video. And people were kind of coming for him like, uh, of course you're in. And he was in like Hills or something. And they were like, uh, Taylor, uh, Jack Beyonce's formation and look at him in this video. And it looks like formation, which it does. And I'm not a Taylor fan like that. So I can get that portion. Yeah. But for the Todrick Hall portion, it I don't see how that was being racist. Hey, if he's getting a check, get a check. Let the man live. He clearly has stated that I think he came into the game giving Beyonce's prop. He's he's choreographed for Beyonce. He's been in Beyonce's videos. Right. But I just think that now everything is so instant. They jump on it. Mm-hmm. But this man is out here living his life. He's a young black gay kid that is out here saying, hey, I am gay. He I'm was out on here. the show. Yeah, he was, he was on, on the show. show. Yeah, and he's he's on RuPaul's Drag Race with Ross um, 
as one of the judges every now and then. So he's doing his thing. And I say, by all means, get it how you got to get it. But I think I forgot what his reply was, but he replied very eloquently and just said, like, look, I'm Taylor's been my fan forever. I'm a huge Beyonce fan and I've worked with her forever. So mm -hmm. there's clearly no comparison. And Taylor's not even coming in the game like that. So he has a deeper insight than I do on Taylor. Right. I just don't think it's that personal for him. Yeah, that's it. Um, I get it. And then so for you. Yeah. Uh, Rachel asked, if you met uh, Kesha in person, what would you want to say to her most? <laughs> it's funny because like I am a big Kesha fan. I saw your post. Yeah, bro. I went to Vegas mm -hmm. to see her in concert. It was mm -hmm. it was kind of a fun show, but it was yeah. short. It was like 80 to 90 minutes. Quick. Where was it at? The M, which is like off the strip. Okay, yeah, because like, I was looking at your bar. post. I was like, yeah. wonder. Okay, got And it. it was a cool venue. That yeah. outside that pool bar was like legit. Did she do any of her old stuff like the Yeah, that's, that's why I thought it was a fun show because it's like a pre-tour for the new album concert. Right. So she did a lot of songs that she probably won't like. Uh, Dinosaur, if any, there's any Kesha okay. fans listening. That, that's like a quirky fun song. Right, right, right. Um, she did a rendition of Blow, which I'd never I heard. I love that song so much. But like this version of it was incredible. Really? At, like out like, of this what, like world. Like acoustic or something like that? I don't... It, well, she, first of all, it was like not super poppy. Mm -hmm. She played with this band called The Creepies that okay. she toured with them when she couldn't perform her own music there oh, for wow. that period of time. So she was just working with them. So now they're her like band. Oh, that's dope. Which is great. Pay for it. And I was telling my buddy, I was like, the thing that I think is fun to see about Kesha now is that I think mm -hmm. deep down she's always been more of like this really... Um, eclectic artist mm -hmm. rock sort of punky mm -hmm. uh poppy obviously country right, right. so she had been pigeonholed in this position of being like pbr white trash pop music mm -hmm. which i think she can find some common ground with but is right. also not limited to just that mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's why this new album is like all over the place right. in a great way right. and so these versions of these songs were more like rock mm -hmm. versions because mm -hmm. it was a traditional band and not a lot of synth she right. had a keyboardist who played uh, on TikTok and some oh, other things okay. like that. So That's there was some, some, some electric, you know, electronic right. sounds, but mostly like a rock version of stuff. That's dope. And so uh, this version of Blow was just like stupid. Right. So good. Right, right, right. Where you're like chills. Really? And she did a cover of You Don't Own Me, which mm -hmm. was phenomenal. So for me... Oh, to, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, just a great show. So yeah, right. like in person, I would say, I don't know, I would just... I have not been through which, uh, first of all, I'm not a woman, mm -hmm. not been sexually abused, but mm -hmm. I empathize as much as I can with her mm -hmm. from a person to person level as a fan. Mm -hmm. So I would just like thank her for sharing this journey right, right, right. with listeners because mm -hmm. like this album came out at a very personal time for yeah, me, yeah. especially praying and right. scenarios are not the same, right. but the words still resonate in yes, my own way. Yes. And just, I would just say thank you. That's dope. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I needed, That's what you I needed this album. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> um, Courtney, Tyree Morse. Oh, Courtney. Yeah. Um, she said, we know you and uh, CJ. Wait, we know you are. Oh, she's telling me. We know you are CJ. But is Willie down with the swirl? <laughs> LMAO asking for a friend. Yes. Oh, she's black, by the way. I know. Okay. I know Courtney. Okay. She already mentioned this to me on Twitter. Okay. The answer is yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I see Shannon, the Mormon mom, left a reply to her question saying she's asking for me if you didn't know. Oh, for Shannon. She come with babies. She's, she, Shannon's Mike looking, got a husband. Shannon's looking for you. No, she. No, that's for you. But two white people can't swirl together. Oh, hey, Shannon. <laughs> no, I'm um, This question comes from, I don't know how to say this name, Nikki Boyer. Oh, okay. Boyer? Nikki Boyer. 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 Maybe a boy. Yeah. Nick Boyer. Boyer. Got it. 
Yeah, that's okay. it. If you both could have any superpower, what would it be? I'm letting you go first since uh, you always dress this, up. It's always going to be this answer. Mm-hmm. So this is a personal mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, a teacher of mine asked me this. My mom, and most listeners know this, when I was 15, my mom passed mm-hmm. away from breast cancer. So the power to heal people, mm-hmm. always number one. Just because I love Superman doesn't That's mean dope. I want to have super strength and fly. That's dope. Because the one thing Superman can't do mm-hmm. is fix people who are quote unquote unfixable. It doesn't mean you're unfixable, but mm-hmm. it means Superman can't cure cancer. You know what I mean? He could stop like runaway trains mm-hmm. and superpower bad guys. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, like mm-hmm. let's be let's be honest. To what, heal people. Yeah. That's all I want to do. The, this, having this podcast is the closest I can do right now to having healing powers. I hear what's that? A bunch of ovaries quivering right now. Oh, I'm not, God. Like, I'm not Jesus. doing it for the attention. I'm just. I'm My power. Yes. I would love to be invisible because I'm petty and nosy as <laughs> fuck. So I would like to go into people's houses and like all like the hottest people I've ever known. And like, I'm just going and I would just watch some shit. I'd be like, I know the way you shit. Wow. I know the way you Why wipe you your ass. You write. You wipe back to front, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> but no, I would just like to go in the houses and watch people have sex and just like eat shit and be sick. You there. just you're voyeuristic. Oh yeah, big time. Like, you I, like to watch people. Oh yeah, I would but you love don't to want be them to know that you are watching. Mm-hmm. And like no shit. And so if some, I'm like, I could pull your receipts. I could pull your receipts, and I'm gonna keep a box of all the shit that I know of people. <laughs> That's what, that would be my. But power. do you feel that that would change your view of humanity? Because who we are in private. We're comfortable being in private knowing that no one is watching us. Mm-hmm. So you would start to see this part of humanity that you might look at people. Would you think you would, your eyes would be opened or you'd be like, oh, I wish I never saw any of this stuff. I would rather these things stay in private. No, I would love to know. It. You'd be more mm-hmm. accepting, do mm-hmm. you think? I'd be, it'd be my version of Joan Osborne. What if God was <laughs> one of us? But invisible. Okay. I mean, God <laughs> is invisible, right? <laughs> Okay, um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Justin, the mm-hmm. homie that makes all the gifts for the yeah, show, yeah. he said, any plans to record video so I can stare and gif y'all? Mm. Maybe That's at some question. point. Right. It's tough. I thought about like doing it. The thing is, is when I do like the motivate, like this kind of stuff, like we could Facebook live it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We could set up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do it, just like the the motivational speaking episodes, mm-hmm. it, most of them are off the cuff unless I write yeah. the script. Yeah. And I'm standing in my bedroom mm-hmm. or in my little dining room area mm-hmm. with a cocktail mm-hmm. and a microphone in my hand, mm-hmm. usually in scrubby, dirty clothes. Beautiful. I don't. It's, it'd have to put a whole thing together. Yep. I'd have to get a backdrop. Mm-hmm. M- maybe. It's a lot of work. But I- then, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's a degree to which with those speeches, like, 
I can visualize talking to an audience, mm-hmm. but with the camera, I mm-hmm. guess I could talk to the camera. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. I've never been a fan of podcasts on video. And I've right. said, even when Mark first, when I first came on the show mm-hmm. and there was already talks of having, having it go live before I even came on the show. Yeah. And Mark asked, as a fan, he said, what do you think about if we do? I said, I don't think you need to. I said, because mm-hmm. it's the joy in listening. But yeah. if I'm a, watch you then you're not going to get my download because then what am i going to go and that's download true. the show for like, yeah and i said i think your money comes in your downloads it's it does. not going to come in your video i don't yeah and half the time i'm not going to sit there and watch like i can when especially driving to palm springs or wherever i love to just put on a show and just yeah. zone out yeah you know what i mean yeah but i'm not going to go and sit and watch and like i just and unless there was big money behind yeah. it and big push then yeah. of course but if those if you don't have any cpcs behind right uh, cost per click break you're it down not, you're not gonna <laughs> it doesn't matter you okay. know what i mean Too no big. you're right i think that's true i think it's good for fan it's interaction more work for you yes yeah, but it fun. is more work and if i ever did it mm-hmm. depending on if i could build a brand out of this going forward in the future and started making money on the podcast mm-hmm. i'm not currently but mm-hmm. um i would probably do like snippet videos and the yeah, videos would be their own thing yeah if you could learn to monetize though but it's this is such a interesting industry mm-hmm. obviously as i work as a producer on right, like eight right, different shows right. um i see how it, it works and and you're right about the video component it is a fun like additional thing mm-hmm. but it's not where a lot of the money comes from right and most people don't utilize it as much as you think they nah. would because they're traveling or they're on in their car or on the train exactly. or they're at work exactly on their lunch break and that's the best time to consume yeah. a podcast yeah so maybe yeah okay snippets uh, let's see. Bridget Robertson has it's a question for both of us. CJ, do you ever feel like you're having to teach your white peers about black issues and that it's not your job to do so? Are there resources we can seek out without depending on our black friends to teach us? That's a great question. Um, like I'm having to teach. I feel like if somebody's genuinely open yeah. to like some, and I've had these conversations with Ross where he's just like, look, I'm just genuinely asking what it does this come off racist? Is this too much? And I can genuinely answer back. Yeah. But like even this um, weekend in the group, somebody posted, I don't know if you've seen that recent video of the college girls doing Kanye's gold digger and Pierce Morgan got all into uh, it. And he sent that tweet and he literally, his tweet said, or something to the point of, um, white people should be able to say nigga pretty much and so okay. it was all these here's morgan girls. said this yeah it was all these did but that I feel guy he's clickbait did that guy like fall down and hit his head like when he worked for cnn he was not as like right inflammatory as he is now i think he went on celebrity apprentice came real chumpy with trump oh. when trump was still on there that's uh. when he was on there and then it became then he went all i think a lot of things that he does is for clickbait especially from black people totally all the time but um there was the video of the sorority and they were all white chicks and they were saying, um, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't fucking with no broken. And everybody was like, oh, so somebody posted that video in the straight talk group and then somebody tagged me. I was like, look, first of the time, and I was about to go do an event. I was in a happy space and I was like, the second I, I'm going to get pulled into a rap. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, look, I, I have no time for this. I get rap is popular and it's in the, uh, it's pop culture and people yeah. feel comfortable behind doors saying it. But when she gets video, then yeah. it's like, Oh no, no, no. I didn't mean any harm. Right. Right. So some people are just naive and you can 
school them and try to school them on it. And some, it's not even worth their time because then some chick commented, she was like, look, I'm a, I love rap, I'm hip hop. She was a young little white girl. And she yeah. said, I say nigga all the time. And it's not from a negative place. And I was like, and then I put the car, I said, yeah, I'm out, I'm out of here. Yeah. Because I can tell the second I get a bone for you, you can't, you ain't nothing but a smooth 19. Right. You're not gonna get it. And this right. other guy was like, it's not negative. You can say nigga all the time. And I was like, this can't be for real. Yeah. I was like reading the comments. I was like, this can't be for real. So I think, and, and those, and I was reading the comments and I was like, and I could tell uh, there's quite a few black people in the group and nobody really got in. Courtney got in a little bit, but didn't go too deep. It's yeah. just because you know, in those points, don't waste the time because mm -hmm. it's going to, you're talking to a wall at mm -hmm. that point. But if somebody's like, I can have a conversation with you and feel comfortable with Ross. And I know you guys are open to right. okay so what does that mean well to we you? had this entire thing on this podcast about the difference between appropriation and appreciation exactly. hello exactly yeah exactly so to see that and to read it, i was just like this is one time where i just i literally i had no fight yeah in that i just didn't give a fuck i was like i'm not even gonna address it here. i feel like there's it's connected to to me how i was i woke up feeling this morning reading more about this like the the standing versus kneeling mm -hmm. thing in the nfl mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of teams took mm -hmm. a, a big stance mm -hmm. which is great yeah big time um huge and now there's a lot of people, I don't think anyone I've seen isn't white, who's like, I stand. You know what I mean? Like, hashtag, I stand for America or whatever it is. Right. And it's, to me, it feels the same as this. So you see these videos of these white girls saying or white guys or whatever it is. First of all, it's not ours. I think that there's something that people need to understand. About right. That. It's not that hard. It's not yours. Don't say it. Mm -hmm. Second of all, when you see huge groups of people in minorities, any person of color, right. doing something to try to raise awareness about something mm -hmm. and you feel uncomfortable by it and you push back mm -hmm. by doing the opposite right. or standing for America or whatever, right. you have to, honest to God, look at yourself mm -hmm. and look around you mm -hmm. and look at what the other quote unquote side is doing. Right. If all people of color are kneeling and all white people are standing, mm -hmm. there's fucking something going yeah, on here. Yeah, true. You need to get down on your fucking knee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, True. you can't. I, there's not a single mm -hmm. person I've seen who's like, I stand for America, who's right. not white. Right. And I'm like, we're not on the right side of this. Right. So get down. Right. And support people. Right. In these communities. And so it goes to me the same kind of thing where it's like, if you're doing a video, it's like, it's fine. It's not negative. It's not this. Yeah, but you see the way it affects these people. Right. right. And you see that it hurts them. Yeah. So fucking knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. I want to, can I make that my job? Yes. As much as I, can I just go around to like college campuses and stuff with like, I don't know, like a, like a ruler or something and just not even hit the kids, just hit the desk right. and be like, Hey, knock it off. Knock it off. That, that would work. See, I'd support that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quit. And then the second part is for you. Okay. Willie, how are you after the announcement of your divorce? Is there anything about it, emotionally or otherwise, that you experienced during this time that surprised you? Um, yeah, it's difficult for me to be alone. Mm. And not just like romantically alone. Mm -hmm. Like I just need to be in the company of other people. Mm -hmm. um, that's been a big challenge. And when I am alone, I'm just like working. Right. Or I'm finding ways to work. Right. on more stuff to keep myself busy because you get used to cohabitating with somebody right. even if for two or so years we were kind of drifting apart right. it's like funny and any of the dates that i've been on and things like some girls have been like oh that's strange and some girls are like that's well, fine right um but it, i've been like yeah but it's different because it didn't just happen mm -hmm. i didn't come home at the end of may and be like i've made a choice you know right. like this is right. the end like right. i it took a long time 
And so emotionally, I've kind of given myself the time to prepare for this. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm out of my own, in my own place and meeting a lot of new people mm -hmm. and um, having experiences and doing it, you know, whatever it is that I want to do, the, the difficult thing is, is yeah, is mm -hmm. being alone. Mm -hmm. But now that's becoming more comfortable. Yeah. Um, but not a lot has changed, I think, just because we were sort of already emotionally living single lives in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, I was kind of trying to discover who I was authentically. Right. And she's kind of in the process of doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's challenging for sure in the habit aspect of right. it. But not in the emotional right. aspect. I, I mean, it's, I suppose I should say it's challenging, but it does not feel there's not a day that I wake up and think, did I make the right choice? Mm -hmm. The answer is always yes right. for both of us. Right. I just saw her. I was going to ask you, do you guys talk? Yeah, we so. do. And we're still friendly. Like, that's the thing. It's like, that was the goal. Like, if we stay together, we'll hate each other. If mm -hmm. we let each other go, we can love each other as friends as much as we can make it work. So we've had, like, drinks and chatted and, like, got together and signed our divorce paperwork together mm -hmm. um, because we're really actively trying to not make this difficult on each other. That's good. And I've known her since I was 10 years old. So right. I'm not going like, to just be like, bye. You right. know, like it's, that's harder to do. Right. I needed that distance in the beginning for sure. Mm -hmm. Hardcore. Right. Like, don't, don't talk to me. But now you, we sort of naturally, we keep in touch and that's you know good. what I mean? Like it's, it's all right. It doesn't that's end good. in a bad way. Yeah. God bless you. I've got, let me, let me segue here. I got an email yeah. question. Beautiful. And it's kind of on the, the same topic as that. All right. Uh, this is from Destiny. And she said, about three weeks ago, my relationship of five and a half years ended with my boyfriend. We have a house and a dog together, so it's been difficult. I feel like I've been making progress from it, but there are still days when I feel hopeless. What are some of the things I can do to heal? Um, from my perspective, and you've been in long-term relationships before mm -hmm. your current relationship. First of all, it's two things are good, good positives, not good. Mm -hmm. This is a difficult scenario, but at least take heart with this. You have no children right? and you're not legally married. right? That's a whole other thing. Yes. So those are headaches that you are, be happy that you yes. have them. Yes. Having a dog, uh, Nicole and I had a dog. Mm -hmm. The dog came with me. We had a conversation about it. She was comfortable right. letting him uh, come with me. We shared an apartment, but not a house. Mm -hmm. So in the nitty gritty of this, I can't necessarily relate to some of the specifics. Mm -hmm. Whatever your financial situation is right now, whatever you're going through right. on that front, it's going to be different from right. what I'm dealing with. But emotionally, of course. And I've talked about this a lot on the show is that mm -hmm. being present. Mm -hmm. I was super stressed out this morning. Right. Because I was just looking forward to the not looking forward to the week, looking forward at what's coming in the week. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. everything starts to matter. And then Tuesday and Wednesday right. and then this. Right. And I was just like, then a song came on Spotify and it was kind of a relaxing song. And I was just like, took a deep breath mm -hmm. and I was like, just do it. Right. You know, and I, I've said that so many times on the show. You can only live right now mm -hmm. in every second right. that you have. You can't be in the future and you can't be in the past. Right. So emotionally, as you deal with this, there's going to be times where it's really, really painful. And there's going to be times where maybe you feel some optimism. You feel good. Mm -hmm. There's good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. Take them for what they are. And the biggest thing I had a buddy a month after I got separated. One of my very close friends got out of a four-year relationship. Mm -hmm. 
And I told him this, and I've already talked to I mean, it's everything. I share these things with the audience mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's what I'm going through. Yeah. So you're going to hear That's me truth. come back around on a lot of yeah. it. I'll never tell you what you should do. Mm-hmm. I'll say if I was in your position, I might do this. Mm-hmm. But the big thing I told him, and I, Destiny, it's, uh, I'll tell you the same thing. Don't feel bad for feeling whatever emotions you're feeling when you're feeling them. Right. Because a relationship like this, anything after... I mean, two years even, you start to build, it's hard. It's like the grieving process. It's like grieving the loss of a loved one sometimes. Very true. So you're going to go through all of the same like five stages. You're going to be through like anger, depression, denial, bargaining, and then finally acceptance. Right. So when you're mad, be mad. Don't try not to take it out on other people. But Mm -hmm. if you're feeling angry, like let yourself be angry. We have a hard time being like, I shouldn't feel this way. Mm -hmm. I'm burdening other people. Mm -hmm. So I should just stop feeling how I'm feeling so then I can serve other people. Don't ever do that. If you need to go, oops, I'm bumping the mic here. If you need to go into a closet or a room and just like scream in a pillow Mm -hmm. and punch your mattress, Mm -hmm. go do that. Absolutely. Take a deep breath, come back to reality. But if you're feeling depressed, let yourself be depressed. Right. There's a difference between clinical, severe depression, and depression in relation to these things. Mm-hmm. I have it. I'm working through it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't need medication. Right. Sometimes we self-medicate. Mm-hmm. There are nights where I drink too much, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a problem. Right. Working through it with my therapist, too, it's helpful. There's so many things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Just be self-aware yeah. with how you're feeling. Yeah. Because the denial part of it, too, is that like I'm not angry. I'm not depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Or I will be fine, even though you know deep down something doesn't feel right. Right. The thing is, is you're not fine. And that's okay. Because technically there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But everybody's technically not fine. Right. We all have shit. Yeah, we all do. So we if you're do. feeling it, mm-hmm. if you're feeling the shit, mm-hmm. go through the shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Just let yourself feel your feelings. That's dope. And eventually it will become easier. Yes. Yeah. That's... I couldn't have said it better myself. That's the one thing <laughs> when people always say something. I'm like, whatever you're feeling, be in it. Do it. Just allow yourself to sit in it. Don't try to cut. Like, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Let it hurt. Yeah. So it, it will pass. Cry. <laughs> you know and... what I mean? Cry if you got to cry. Cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cry your eyes out until they bleed. Just right. cry. Get right. it out your system. Right. That's the best way. And so you, you were perfect. You don't always have to focus on being the bigger person, but sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of do. And I'm not encouraging you to put more pressure on yourself mm-hmm. but look at the scenario and if your boyfriend's fighting you on a lot of things and making your life a living hell right do you want to chase after him and run into a burning building where he's trying to take you right or do you want to just like hang out on the street and be like you know what it's fine right i'm gonna let you go in there right and with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
what what are you comfortable i had to start over with pretty much everything mm -hmm. not because like we were tearing each other's hair out and like being crazy mm -hmm. but when i left like she bought most of the furniture so i was like you keep it yeah you pay she's always made more money than me mm -hmm. um i was like take it mm -hmm. i did also didn't want to leave with i wanted to go i, w I went with pretty much nothing wow. except for my clothes and my books and stuff wow and just started from from scratch because that was how I was going to Dope. start to build a new identity. Dope. So if he, if you want to fight him for a couch or a fridge or something, mm -hmm. think about whether or not you yeah. really need that yeah. stuff. That's a good point. Even if you're going to be in a one bedroom apartment or a little like studio or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it's yours. That's a good point. So make it yours. That's a good point. Yeah, I love it. Okay, we took a heavy one. Yeah, that's a good one. What okay. else? So Bethany. I might butcher last name, forgive me, Litzinger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bethany Litzinger. She says, fuck, Mary, kill. Oh. Fuck, kill, Mary. This is a great Mexico. <laughs> um, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Oh, fast food. Even if you avoid fast food altogether, you know you've got some kind of opinion on each. Oh, a ton. So, fuck, Fuck, kill. Mary, kill. But we should say fuck, Mary, kill. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, fuck, Mary, kill. McDonald's, Wendy's, or Burger King. <sighs> My favorite turned in there. I mean, I can find something good at all these places. Let me see. I would... Let's give her an answer to her question, mm -hmm. and then we'll do round two of the ones that we like really love. Okay, true. I love it. So I would, I would fuck Burger King. Mm -hmm. I would marry <laughs> McDonald's, and I would kill Wendy's. You kill Wendy's. Yeah, because what that redheaded pigtails, Pippi Longstocking right. girl ever do to you? Right. No, I, I like Wendy's. Yeah, but the I would marry McDonald's just because the fries. Okay. I would fuck McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I feel like I already have. Um, <laughs> I had one time after recording Straight Talk, I was like McDonald's. I like went and just sat in my car outside mm -hmm. of my apartment, like eating it like a like mm -hmm. a rabid monster. It was right. incredible. Um. But it was very aggressive. It was like that fucking experience. Then I would kill Burger King and marry Wendy's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wendy's got good chili. I guess I'm not a chili fan. <laughs> okay, so your favorites. So the and favorites. Yeah. I'm a sucker for Jack in the Box. Mm -hmm. So I would fuck Jack in the Box because it's always dirty. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that late night meal and those mm -hmm. tacos. Mm -hmm. Like it's, oh, it's just the dirtiest. But, mm -hmm. you're, but it's something right about it. Got it. I would kill uh, Chick-fil-A because it's overrated, mm -hmm. and I hate how much people don't appreciate the fact that I don't like it. I'm like, you right. need to let me not like this. Right. People can't handle it. Mm -hmm. It's just mediocre to me. Right. So I will kill Chick-fil-A. Okay. I lost a lot of listeners saying that. And I would marry In-N-Out Burger. Good one. Yeah. Okay, I would... I would f fuck Chipotle. Oh, oh Chipotle. <laughs> Shoot. So, so I many. Would, so I would fuck Chipotle. <laughs> I would marry. Um, I would marry Popeye's chicken. Okay. <laughs> and I would kill. I had it. I had it. I had it. I would kill. Um. Oh, Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd kill Taco I Bell, too. I don't really care Taco I would, like See, I, I picked Del Taco over Taco Bell. True. Yeah. Me, too. I was a Del Taco person. Me, very much so. Um, here's a good one from Charles Foxwell. Okay. Um, oh, here's a couple of good ones. Wait. 
if Will and CJ went on vacation together, where would they go and what would they do? Oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. You're a better traveler than me. I've done a ton of traveling in my life. I think we would have fun. The Croatian coast. That's the hot spot right now. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Apparently it's beautiful beaches and stuff. I honestly think we can have fun in Vegas. Oh, totally. I've yet to go to Vegas and like do the Vegas experience. Oh, yeah. See, that would be fun. Okay. Um, we should actually do I that know. trip. And do a show there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Olympic party, Gardens. Yeah. Like, go out and party and then come in and do the show. Like, hella <laughs> fucked up, though. <laughs> Listen to me, people. I'm going to tell you how to motivate yourself, okay? That Just would be fun. Just pick yourself up and fall down as much as you want. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and then he asked... Oh, which I loved. He said, oh, what hero would Willie help CJ dress up as at Comic-Con? Oh. Only because I, it's my favorite Marvel show and character right now besides Captain America, mm-hmm. Luke Cage. You got to do Luke Cage. Oh, you, you got the dope. build. Just And it's simple. You don't have to wear a ton of... Co- you just wear a hoodie and everything. That's dope. Luke Cage is the fucking man. That's a good lazy dress up for me. It's easy. <laughs> and everybody loves Luke Cage. <laughs> Um, he's bulletproof. He's super strong. He's super strong and yeah. hella cool. And he's smooth. And he's smooth as hell. He's slept with like every girl in that show. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he's the man. Um. Okay, so from Greg Wright. CJ, it would be cool to hear an update about your relationship with your dad if you feel comfortable talking about it. Yeah, we're cool. We we text now. We're still taking it okay. slow. It's okay. just checking in. How you doing? Did you meet in person ever? Uh. Still not. I'm building up to that. Okay. You know, we, we've talked about it, but, you know, and I know we live in the same city, but it's not as easy as that for me being yeah. that I've lived a whole entire life. Yeah. You know, so it's... Well, now, real quick, because some of the listeners don't come from Straight Talk mm-hmm. of this show. Right, right, right. Give the, can you give a quick debrief? Oh, yeah. So um, I never had a relationship with my dad pretty much my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Never met him or talked to him in person. And just recently... Um, Father's Day was the first time this year that we ever talked, and it was kind of deep and intense, and it's been a long time, yeah. you know. Like, at one point, I know, I think my mother had found him. I was still living in New York, but then we still never talked. Right. Um, so, finally, we've had a talk, and, talk, and we, um, and it's, it was cool. It was yeah. just, it was cool. It right. was just super chill, but it was a great moment for me because I never thought I would meet the man. So The last time when we had you and Nikki on together mm-hmm. and we were talking about it, mm-hmm. you were still of the mindset like, never. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I, and so just that transition from that to here, yeah. like, because he, he just texted me the other day, so it's cool to kind of just get texts like, oh, how you doing? And, you know, he's like, I'm going to a car show. Cool, this is what I'm doing. So in that aspect, we're cool. It's still taking time to get to a place, Mm -hmm. you know, he's aware of it. I'm aware of it, but at least we have this kind of common ground that there is some form of communication going on. What's nice too, is that it sounds like you guys like respect each other's like boundaries. Absolutely. And some people might be of the mindset is like, Oh, you should be mad at him. And of course, Mm -hmm. you know, but you are now slowly going to be learning whatever life he's lived. Right. And he's going to be doing the same about you. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that at least where it's beginning is this place of just like, it's calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, and there's brothers and sisters on his side that I haven't even met yet. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. And I know I have to then build a relationship with his son because that's been, he's been the son. Yeah. But I'm older than the son. Right. So I know, and I can already feel it from him. There, It's it's a weird thing. That okay. I, oh, he has an older son that's here in the picture. So 
it's a process. Right. So it's a, it's layers to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll get there. You're doing it with grace. Absolutely. That's all you can do. Um, second part to the question, Willie, can you give me some motivational tips to get back in shape? I've gotten lazy and haven't felt like hitting the gym for about a year. Sad face emoji. Okay. That's a big thing. Um, the gym and fitness and eating well are things that you have to, and write it on post-it notes, put it on mirrors. You mm -hmm. have to surround yourself, one, with positive affirmation, mm -hmm. two, with questions, like proposals mm -hmm. that you know deep down what the answer is. Mm -hmm. And if you still run away from it, mm -hmm. then you know that there's a bigger problem. Right. So if on your mirror when you wake up where you brush your teeth and you look at yourself, it mm -hmm. says, um, do, you know, if you have a goal in mind, mm -hmm. do, I, do you want to lose this weight or look this way or feel this way. Right. And don't set yourself up with impossible goals. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, don't throw up a picture of Ryan Reynolds, you know what I mean? Like, this is me now. I right. need to lose 200 pounds. Find a realistic goal and ask yourself every day, do you want this? Right. And if the answer is yes, mm -hmm. then you better find a way mm -hmm. to start working towards it. So when you're at the store, right. it's somebody – put it this way too in like a fitness article I read years ago will this help you or hurt you hmm. so if you're in the store and you're hungry first of all never go to the grocery store mm -hmm. starving you'll buy mm -hmm. a lot of bad food true and you're trying to get your food for your meal prep or just your general healthy eating look at what it is mm -hmm. and I'll have friends send me pictures of food and I'm like if you have to ask deep down you know you know it's like waffles and like right. cereals and like fried chicken stuff and I'm right. like you can't really trick yourself into believing that this is this is necessarily the best thing for you mm -hmm. if it's grilled that's right. one thing i have recently kind of switched to like an 85 15 vegan oh, diet. Right. I, that right. I'm the, I can never claim being a vegan because i'll eat meat when i go out or if i'm at a house or like a party mm -hmm. i don't want to be that person that's like yeah. i don't eat this right. but at home there's no animal products right. in my house um and that just comes from an empathy thing mm -hmm. that's not even a health thing right, right, i right. just like coming back from vegas there was a big tractor full of like pigs and this little pig po poked a snow that uh, snout out of the hole and i was like this, this baby no so like, that's just come brunch. from an emotional place yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i just felt so bad so i don't buy it for myself yeah um but to get motivated you have to constantly be asking yourself and you know the answer is yes mm -hmm. so when you are purposefully pushing against something that you want mm -hmm. You have to know that change will never be made. Right. It's the only change is the only constant. Yeah. So you're either going to change in the direction you're going to keep going the path you don't want to be on mm -hmm. and continue to get worse. Right. Or you can suck it up and make a change for the better. And I'm not saying suck it up like just change all of these mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Take it in stride. True. Like I said, set achievable goals. If it's yes. losing 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. And altering your diet, yeah. then once you hit that goal, you set a new goal, yeah. and you set a new goal. Right. You don't, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, beach season," and I'm like, "Beach." To be honest, if people mm -hmm. want that like crazy shredded beach body, mm -hmm. beach season starts the summer before the next summer. <laughs> so true. It's not New Year's, and it's also not February or March right. when everyone's like, "Get ready, get that right. beach body." I'm like, right. uh, "No, you Every need time. like a year." Mm -hmm. Of clean eating and like rigorous exercise mm -hmm. if you want to look like people on a magazine. <laughs> but you don't need to look like people on a magazine. Right. I went in somewhere and they were like, oh, t I had to replace my, my, I got my wallet and my phone stolen. And I had to replace my license. So I was at the DMV. She's like, how much do you weigh? And I was like, I have no idea. I haven't stepped on a scale in probably two or three years. Oh, really? Because it's just a number. Yeah. It's about how you feel. Yeah. And it's about are you comfortable in the skin that you're in. Very I'm true. not like shredded to the bone. 
I'm like in good shape, but right. I don't need to be like 4% body fat and not be able to drink and eat right. junk food every right. once in a while. Right. So also give yourself permission to take the break or the cheat meal and mm. know that if you're doing work, uh, you should reward yourself. True. It's not a make or break thing. Right. You have to find that the, the comfortable in between. Yeah. So set, set reasonable goals and ask yourself an honest question. And if the answer is yes, get your ass to the gym. There you go. You know what I mean? That's real <laughs> advice, for real. At the end of the day, yeah. if you want it, got to go get it. You got to go get it. Nobody's going to give it to you. Exactly. True. Yeah. We have time for like one or two more? Yeah. Okay. So, Eric D. Lewis, since becoming friends, what initial perceived notions of the other proved to be the most wrong? Like, did we have judgments about each other before we became friends? Yeah. What initial perceived notions? the other proved to be most wrong i don't really know i feel comfortable saying that when i first met you i didn't have a bunch of judgments about you that right. turned out to be wrong mm-hmm. uh you were always a nice polite cool person mm-hmm. and you're still a nice polite cool person <laughs> we just learned more about each yeah. other so i don't know i didn't i'm not trying to like yeah suck up to you yeah no no of course I, did you have any notions about me that were like this guy's kind of an a-hole no okay you are definitely deeper than i presumed you to be okay so that in that aspect I okay was wrong. i guess i could say the same thing too because until like black attack became a segment and you started using it yeah for like social issues and mm-hmm. things um i was like fuck right but then we were talking it's like it's so short yeah that yeah. you need more time yeah but i think that that goes to show and that's what I want to encourage people, especially mostly on the show. Like w- when you look at people, mm-hmm. you're not looking at the person that you, that you think you're looking at. Very true. It took us however many times to sit down and have meaningful conversations. Very true. To get to the core of who we are as people and to being friends. Right. So if you see somebody who's doing something like mean or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you sometimes give them the benefit of the doubt because you don't know. Unless it's like they're wearing a swastika and being a racist. <laughs> right. That's a little different. <laughs> um people could just be having bad days. Yeah. You know? So who you see in a moment mm-hmm. is not necessarily who somebody is. Amen. So if we all give each other the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. we will be, you know, and learn to admit to your mistakes and right. your judgments. If you did make judgments, yeah. be like, I made yeah. a mistake and yeah. I was wrong. That's it. Yeah. Seriously. That's a good one. Okay. Last one. Yes. From Freddie Von Finn. Uh, he says, what's the best thing about being Will slash CJ, what's the worst thing? What's the best thing and worst thing about being ourselves? Mm-hmm. You want to start? Sure. Okay. Let me start with the worst. The worst <laughs> thing is I okay. I I can be moody. Uh huh. Be the first to admit that. <laughs> um, I'm not truly comfortable in spaces with a lot of people okay and so like, i tend like crowded to sh- spaces yeah okay. and i tend to shut down and it takes me a minute to really warm up mm-hmm. i like being on the show it takes me a minute to kind of really because i need to feel people out right and um somebody said that before that i'm the type of person that can walk into the room be really quiet kind of survey the horns and i can tell you everything about everybody mm-hmm. but i'll just be super quiet because i'm just reading the room right right um 
so that can be a good or a bad thing, but I feel yeah. like that's always kind of- You know where all the exits are. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm a good with Irish goodbye. I'm out of there and nobody will leave me. Oh, I know. You, oh, you, you know. literally ran <laughs> from Ross's hotel room. He comes said, up the door, hey! <laughs> you just ran. <laughs> he knows, because he knows. And I'll start bippity bop into the kitchen. Yeah. And like laughing from the kitchen so people still think I'm in there clanging glasses, and then I'm out. Um, <laughs> and then um, the, the best thing is, um, yeah, there's no filter. Really, so yeah. I you ask a question, I'm gonna give you an answer. I don't, I don't gray area anything. It's black or it's white, and yeah. that's that's what it is. Because I want people to know exactly who I am, and I want to be able to kind of get that. I want to be able to get that in return with whomever I'm dealing with. So you can make an, a a true valid opinion. Like I said at the top of the show, when the woman said, "Great, mm -hmm. I'm annoying to you. I'm not gonna try to." I said, "I'm gonna keep being whatever, what doing what I'm doing, and hopefully stay annoying you." Right. Like, being that that's fine that you don't hurt my feelings what you eat don't make me shit as mm -hmm. the quote goes mm -hmm. but um <laughs> that, i am i am all good and yeah so i think yeah i think for me that's the worst and the best okay i think for me the the worst and the best are c connected in one way too because i the worst i would say i have a bad habit of of saying yes too much and mm -hmm. stretching myself too thin mm -hmm. so that's something that I'm constantly working on. And that was an episode I did a while ago about right. the power, like just say no, because right. you need to know when to say no, take mm -hmm. care of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and not just be constantly giving yourself away to other people or giving your power to mm -hmm. other people. You have to know when to take it back for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm constantly trying to f help everyone, right. fix everyone as much as I can. Right. Um, that's why I want to do this episode. That's why right. I started this podcast in the first place. And it's a, it's, a big reason that I got out of uh, my marriage too, because mm -hmm. I, I was, I said, I want someone who wants to save the world with me, mm -hmm. and I don't want to feel like I have to do that alone. I don't, I can't, I'm not doing it alone. Mm -hmm. But then I, I have a, pro see, I have, I'm already, you're seeing me do it. I have a bad problem taking too much on, both mm -hmm. emotionally and and technically, physically. Right, right. So I'm always busy, right. to the point where sometimes I'm doing things I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. So that's the the worst part. The yeah. best part is. The other side of that, because mm -hmm. I do know that it affects a lot of people and it changes a lot of people and helps a lot of people right. and that there is validation in the hard work that you put in. Right. Sometimes you make mistakes and sometimes you do say yes more than you should. Mm -hmm. But if you're aware, self-aware, yeah. it's yeah. what we talked about with Destiny's question in getting out of a long relationship. Just make sure that you're present and you're doing self-work. Right. Even if you're not seeing a therapist, people probably think that I'm constantly like, everyone go to therapy. Mm -hmm. I kind of am. Mm -hmm. Because having an unbiased third party is helpful. But even if you're it's not helpful. doing that... Yeah at least try to do self-therapy mm -hmm. to a degree and mm -hmm. ask yourself, why am I thinking the way I'm thinking and mm -hmm. why am I behaving the way that I'm behaving mm -hmm. and what is that tied to? Right. Cause it's not magic. You know, it doesn't right. just like happen. Right. You don't wake up one day and you're just suddenly a psycho. Um, there, there's things that go on influence wise and chemically in mm -hmm. our brains mm -hmm. and in our bodies that we, there's answers for right. And so that is something that I think is a strength of mine is my ability to, um, to really see people. Yeah. And, and get to the, the heart of the matter and want to help those people. That's true. So it's like, uh, I always say that humans are walking, talking con contradictions. You know, we're always doing the things that we want to do and yes. then the things that we don't want to do or we're always helping people and then we're still like talking shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, we're human beings. Right. Everybody passes judgment. Everybody, 
And that's the whole point of this show as a motivational podcast is that I'm not on a stage above everybody. Right. I'm like, I want to be in the shit. Right. So, so I'm going to tell you what I'm going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Just true. like today saying, um, yeah, I'm probably drinking more than I should be. <laughs> I'm drinking on the show. You know what I mean? But I know I'm doing the self-work and I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah. We're asking the questions. Yeah. And I know it's not a problem because it's not every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's every once in a while. Right. So, Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's the, pl- the the positive and negative, I suppose. That's good. Also, I feel like I'm a confident person. Yeah. And I think I'm nice. That you are. <laughs> I agree on both points. I'm really glad that we got to do this. Likewise. I think this, I wanted to do this specifically because I really want people to feel comfortable writing in more questions. Yeah. Because it's something that going forward to, I want to tag on mm-hmm. to the end of the show mm-hmm. and just kind yeah, of going through smart. questions, answering questions. Because I've been replying to questions like via email mm-hmm. and it'll be like these long winded replies and I'm like I'd rather do it on the show, do it on the show. Um, because it's easier mm-hmm. and that way you can hear it and kind of hear it from my tone of voice as opposed mm-hmm. to from my writing but so never hesitate to write into the show I've said it a trillion times if you have questions comments concerns need for motivation the motivation report at gmail.com yes CJ you are on Twitter and Instagram at CJ life mm-hmm. CJ a y l y f e yes um what let's do a quick five, like a three minute mm-hmm. is there anything in, in three minutes that you're like we got to do this right now cover this music news um music there's a song called oh my petition by jill scott okay it's an amazing song i want to say she almost recorded and released this song during the bush era okay um the george bush era but when you listen to it now it's 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 so good, and it's just her singing. This is my petition. I want um, clean water in the communities. I want my kids to go to good school. And it's listening to it. I was listening to it as I was just running this morning. I was like, wow, this song is still, still amazing. Yeah. So I think if we could listen to a song right now, that's a really, really great song. Okay. Um, another thing that I've finally been able to admit to myself that. I think for years I've been dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. I know I have. Um, I've talked to somebody, but recently, and I just say this because it's ever since, you know, and I spoke about a little bit on um, Straight Talk about Chester Bettingfield from Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. And that really hit me hard because at the time, like I said, I used to live in New York and that's all I would listen to. And I would just be in my room and like turn off all the lights and listen and cry to myself and then go out. And so yada, yada, fast forward, I had a conversation with a, uh, a best friend of mine last night. Mm-hmm because we went to the Greek to see Impractical Jokers and we were walking down the hill. And uh, I was just like, so here's what it is. I'm talking to somebody, but they said it's best to just get out. Because it's always the thing of when you want to tell somebody, mm-hmm. and I can hear myself always beginning to tell somebody in yeah. my head, and I'm like, I, I sound stupid. I don't want to do it. Because the people are like, oh, you'll be all right. Just go. And I'm like, no, this shit is really real. And yeah. she was like, you would never know. I was like, yeah, because my Instagram photos are glitter. And I'm like, and I, I know how to live a good life. But when you're not in that kind of moment and you're in that sinkhole and you yeah. can feel it, and I know it's that moment because it's hard to describe. But when you're in that moment of depression, it's almost like if you're having heartache and you're in that pain, but instead of going out and laughing, I can, I can stand there and dig myself in deeper because I keep wanting to feel that pain. And then I go into a K-hole and I just, mm-hmm. I literally sit on my couch and I'm just, and I, and I feel paralyzed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's taken a long time to admit it, but now I know I'm like, okay, I got to go through the steps and like right. 
really deal with this on a real level. That was a lot for three minutes, but this is just, I just no, last night so admitted good. this like to, she was the first person I ever told. So okay. now, now you're you telling and your listeners, it's the first time I've ever fully admitted it. It's such loud. a good example though for the listeners because mm-hmm. it's it's the same thing that I'm talking about. It's like you got to get with the truth mm-hmm. because that's the only way that you heal. Mm-hmm. The fact, the more that you keep trying to run from it, mm-hmm. even if you want to change your body for fitness stuff, right. whatever it is, like the right. more you keep trying to run away mm-hmm. from what you really want mm-hmm. by trying to tell yourself mm-hmm. a lie, mm-hmm. the deeper right. in the hole you dig yourself. Yeah, the second bouts when it happens, yeah, it's it hits you hard. And I think the first time I think if you anybody that listens to your show, if you ever listen to Straight Talk with Ross, it was mm-hmm. the family episode when I was breaking down on the show. Mm-hmm. I was in a hole already. Then. Right. Like so I was, but I didn't. It wasn't presented, and Ross didn't know, doesn't know, and it was just a lot of shit at the time, and it kind of just yeah. So it comes out every now and then, but um, yeah. So yeah, I think no, that's very empowering. And it's uh, a heavy three minutes. Sorry, bro. No, it's beautiful. That's what the show is about. <laughs> I'm not. We don't always have to leave right, on a positive right. note. We can right. be like, yeah, life is hard, and sometimes it sucks. Right, right, right. It sucks for everybody. Yeah, yeah, big time. And there's a lot of people listening that I'm sure feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Feel no problem being who you really right, are. Exactly. And if you're dealing with shit, feel no problem. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you find the people that you feel comfortable telling. Because mm-hmm. there's a degree to which people will start to be like, I'm just own it. And yeah. then tell everyone. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you can burden people yeah. if it's the wrong person. Yes. Because that person could run and tell some. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. be careful of the situation that you put yourself in. But get with the truth. You know what I mean? Like, if it's the truth, you have to be next to the truth. Yeah. You can't run away from yeah. it. That's yeah. the only thing that will then organically push you through life. Very true. Is the truth. Mm-hmm. I fit, let's hug it out. Oh, bruh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's surreal. That's good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, I, uh, I can be found on social media at Will Sterling underscore. The show is on Facebook, facebook.com slash motivation report. Mm-hmm. Twitter at motivate report. Follow me. Tweet me. Yes. Every once in a while, there's some, there's some tweets on there. <laughs> it's funny how podcasts like work. Not so strongly with social media, right. but the downloads are good. Yes. And I'm like, people are listening. Just don't wanna, they don't want to tweet you. Well, tw- Twitter and Facebook is like not, they're just not great mediums yeah, yeah. past a certain point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you guys want to follow it on there, there's some stuff on there. But this is where it is. Yeah, this is where it is. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy that we did this. This is awesome. Please feel comfortable getting with the truth, people. Yes. And writing in if you need to. That's what we're here for. And uh, you want to say it on on three? Well, not on. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Here we go. One, two. Wait. What do we say? We'll see you next time on the Motivation Report. Okay. Okay. One, two. See See you you next time time on the the Motivation motivation Report. Report. Nice. Zing. You just don't go through with it. You say you know the way to go, and I should follow. But all of your empty promises leave me hollow. And oh, how do I trust you?